2: Y'all box. don't know,
3: y'all better yeah,
4: ask my money. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on looking on. like a trap dog, giving a moment like a million oh,
3: bucks, but things in his cups, y'all mm-hmm. tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, and listening to me, put mm-hmm. your hands together for Steve Harvey, put your hands together, <laughs> to join me Uh huh,
2: uh-huh. I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> Man, if y'all only knew, I think i will tell it to you. Uh, this morning, man, started off real crazy. But it's just those little mishaps where we as people who are striving to be successful, um, that makes all the difference in the world. When you have those little minor things that come up, you can't let the minor things stop you. You've got to keep pressing forward. Now, could I have played the role of where is my car where is my car, oh, where is my car, instead of hustling, and grab a cab. So what am I? Am I above a cab ride now? Or, or or do I have to look at the bigger picture and say, okay, I could act like a little spoiled brat, some type of star, and go, I don't ride in cabs, or where's my car, and then go to blaming people for not having a car, or do I make the adjustments? Because ain't like I ain't been in a cab before now. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been in a... In a, in a beat up car before, slow down. Ain't ever like I ain't never had a car and rode a bus before, slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been homeless before and ain't have nowhere to go, slow down. So in those moments right there, always remember where you come from, but even more importantly, always remember where you are trying to go because it's important for me that I get here as many mornings as I possibly can. It's important because that's the goal. And so many people allow a minor things to stop them on their road to success. And I'm giving you this example today, not to say, hey, look at me, but to say to you, hey, listen to me. There are going to be a lot of things that's gonna happen along your way to being successful. And if you allow the small things to stop you, there's no way you'll make it. You've got to always press forward and stop looking at the situation for what it is. And look, sometimes you have to take your eye off right now and put your eye on the future. You know, God has blessed me in so many ways. I mean, what can I say? You know, I asked God for this syndicated show. He gives me a syndicated show. Now I act like I don't want to come to it. Hold on, man, slow down. Did not you ask for this? Do I not realize that there are certain people, man, who look forward to this message in the morning? I've heard it from people. So from the hundreds that I've heard it for, that could represent thousands for all I know. So if I think somebody's counting on me, I gotta try to get there and give something. So today I didn't have any time at all to think about what I might say. I just walked right in and the jingle was playing. And so I decided to just tell you about my day and maybe you can relate it to something you going through along the way. Because no matter who you are, you're going to have some moments, man, where things are going to happen. And like I always tell my kids, and I just had this conversation with my little girl, it ain't that things ain't gonna happen. It's how you handle what happens that matters. But it don't matter. It's how you handle what happens. That's the determining factor on where you get in life and how soon you get there and how long you stay there. There will always be a mishap, something that's going to throw you off. There will always be something, man, that could deter you. There will be something somewhere, man, that will make you doubt it. Now that you know that's going to happen. Then let's talk about how you handle what happens, because it's going to happen. So now what do you do as a person when these moments come about in your life? How do you handle them? Oh, woe is me. Oh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Well, if the Lord wanted me to have this, I'd have that. Do you know how many times you hear people say that? You know, man, it really irks me, man. Stop using God as your excuse. God ain't no excuse. God is a reason. He's a reason why the good happens. He's a reason. He's not an excuse. God don't have no excuses in none of his scriptures or writings. Not that I, have he just don't make excuses. I would have done this, but you know, there's a scripture that says the poor will all shall always be amongst us. Why that's got to be you. Yeah. He said the poor will always be amongst us because he know everybody ain't going to follow the principles of success but he also said he came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. He said that too, but oh no, you don't want to hear that because your life kind of tripping out a little bit. So now what you do with it, now you twist it and you go to that one little scripture that say, well, the poor shall always be amongst us. Well, that's put in there because that's a, that's a just in case. See, that's a just in case y'all don't want to follow the scriptures that's just in case you don't understand that faith without works is dead that's just in case you have not because you ask not it's just in case you don't believe and shall not doubt he got all that in there but in case you don't want to do that there is a scripture that tells you what will happen if you don't do it and here it is the poor shall always be amongst us. but then you get that when they say well that's i guess that's the lord's will lord's will really Really, really, that's amazing. I just don't believe that about him. I don't believe that God created your life to be a life of misery. I think that we make decisions along the way that cause us to have lives of misery, but I really, really just don't believe that God created you for that. I've heard uh, Nelson Mandela speak And, you know, you got to go, wow, all those years in prison, man. What was it about? When you hear him speak, you understand what it was about. He said he always knew he would be free one day. Now, what he said he never knew was, he said he never knew that he would be the president of that country. Oh, my goodness. What a long way around. But he could have sat there and, Got involved in prison activities that wasn't up to par and things like that. And they said, whenever young inmates used to come in, he was telling the story one time of how young inmates used to come into the prison. They all sit around and talk to him about what they were doing and how many kids they had in their lives. And it helped them keep track of the outside a little bit. And, and it kept a sense of time for them. And it reminded them to talk about what they left behind. And it kept them going because something was greater on the other side had he allowed that to stop him had he allowed the imprisonment which is a pretty major deal oh by the way then guess what he would have never been the nelson mandela that we know today a martyr a leader a great force people want to go around him even people that imprisoned him could not understand his 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 staunch strength his faith his unwavering commitment they couldn't understand it so Things are going to happen in your life, but it's how you handle what happens that matter. So keep pushing, y'all. Don't let the little things get in the way, okay? And if you just, sometimes you just don't know. I got in the cab thinking I wasn't going to make it, but at least let's go see. Let's try. I made it. Now, guess what? That gives me another piece of information that I have. And all I I had to see it again today, guess what I said today? Man, sometimes when it look like you ain't going to make it, just go head on anywhere. Now, I could still be back there at the hotel talking about where my car. But I got up in here, I made it. So now, what y'all going
5: to do with it? Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please. I have an announcement to make that this day that we are currently been blessed to be a part of today, it is on and cracking. Today is one of those 365 days that God gave you at the beginning of this new year for new opportunity, new chance, new growth, new blessings, new level of expectations. All of that's in place with me. Y'all, this is Steve Harvey Morning Show. Everybody up in here glad to be here. Shirley Strawberry. Thank you,
0: Jesus. Good morning to you, Steve. Lord God, <laughs> Carla Pharrell. Amen, good morning everybody, good morning.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, a young star in the making, Keel Jr. Boy space
4: Morning up, um, 14 days of the new year, single cell free around here. <laughs> boy, All right, boy, then. better
2: live it <laughs> in expectation. Yes, sir. The ladies and gentlemen, a man who has claimed the title and carried it better than anyone I have ever known in my entire existence on earth. The biggest fool I've <laughs> ever met. <laughs> yes, sir. Nephew Tommy.
6: Yes, sir. Top of the morning, baby. Top, top. 14 days in. And me and my wife are getting along just fine.
2: Yeah, because you did. Because you did <laughs> her right on her birthday. <laughs> right. That bought you, you four did. days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all, Steve. Talk to
4: you all was next week. Is, pardon oh, pardon me. <laughs> four days.
6: He gave me a good tip for this one. It was good. She enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. She, enjoyed she it. looked
4: like she enjoyed it. I saw she,
0: on social media. Yeah, yeah,
6: she enjoyed it.
0: Good job, Tommy. Good job. Keep That's
6: what on, you do. Keep right. my
2: baby happy. That's it. That's no, what you're you, to do. We have nothing else to do. I tell you what, don't keep them happy. Yeah, <laughs> see how that, that works out. <laughs> yeah. Boy, let me tell happy you what's
0: happy life.
2: And you know what is amazing is there are some men, and most men really do get it. They really do get it. Right. You know, now know this. It's not your job to make another person happy, nor can you do it. Nor should you make it your job. You should marry a person that's already happy. So when you that's do right. things, mm-hmm. yeah. So when you do things of the hey nature of bringing, you're bringing more
6: happiness. That's right. Steve. Exactly.
2: You that's cannot so start happy from ground zero. No. You're going to never get no. off the ground.
7: Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. That, 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 that plane will not take off.
7: We're trying <laughs> no. to make someone else happy dog no, it's not your job that's exhausting uh-uh. yeah that, that's a burden. carla carla,
2: that. carla that's it's exhausting. what <laughs> it's the hardest it. thing you've yeah. ever attempted to do is to make somebody else happy that don't want to yep. be
0: you Fight can y'all. give it and to i think them, we've all done that yeah. take
2: them there show it to them and buy it for them mm-hmm. it ain't gonna mean nothing no, you're gonna be mm.
7: miserable mm. <laughs> yes <laughs> Very miserable. You're going to go to court. <laughs> <laughs> you going. Let's get happy about this. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, inside something funny. Do January birthday babies get less presents than everyone else?
5: We'll discuss. Not this
7: you. Right after this. That's you.
5: <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so
7: your birthday is coming up this Friday, January 17th. Happy early birthday to you. And the baby, Carla's baby, Tasha, is born on the same day. Uh, mm-hmm. My husband, Ernesto, Tommy's wife, Jackie, they had a birthday last week, January 9th. And uh, Steve, your mm-hmm. daughter, Laura's birthday, Lori's birthday was Saturday. Your father-in-law's birthday was last week, too. Check this story out, okay? January babies really get the short end of the stick it says not only are they born into generally uh (laughs) crappy weather but they get way fewer birthday presents than people born in other months Friends and family members of January babies spend more money on presents to give out on Christmas and because of that there isn't a lot of money to go around or or, uh, left over for those January birthdays. Now this is according to financial uh, comparison sites. January birthdays end up getting about $1460 less over their lifetime. The average adult spends $512 a year on birthday gifts but those surveyed have, have admitted that they spend $34. Uh, percent less on people who had birthdays in January. Well,
6: Jackie Sorry, is caught mean? up. If it's fourteen hundred and some each year, Jackie ain't uh-huh. caught up. She's she's fine. She's above now. But I told I tell uh, everybody that's born in January, move your birthday, move your month. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Start your year with February, February, March, April, <laughs> January. Give people time to come back to you. Quit <laughs> celebrating that <laughs> right after Christmas.
7: <laughs> too We're, much. So was, We're doing that. Start I was, with well, I was born January 17th, but I'm celebrating well. it. Okay. Okay. Oh, here's it. a January baby talking. Come on, baby Come talking. on. Come on, baby. Yeah.
3: Baby. 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 Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah well. Mm-hmm. Well, all that Final that you work. just said is true, unless Steve Harvey is your daddy, your son-in-law, <laughs> or your brother-in-law. It's <laughs> business as usual. Mm-hmm. Happy damn birthday to all y'all I'm sitting up in here. My birthday, I'll be working in Africa. Here we
3: go. Oh, he what? What
2: I'm finna get over here? What? What is somebody? Who who coming to this party? Don't nobody even know I'm here. Don't nobody even know I'm here. Who coming to this party right here? Hold up. I got something better like that. The stores you shop at, (laughs) Uh they probably not here. I'm just saying. (laughs) Just throwing it out. Ain't no Neymar markers
6: over there,
2: though. Hey, your favorite restaurant probably ain't over here. Huh. The damn. way you and like and your no German chocolate cake probably ain't over here. So now, January 17th is coming. I'm going to be ever mm-hmm. grateful to the Lord God Almighty. For if you let me live to see it, that's all I'm going to do is be grateful. Am I expecting nothing? No. You know why? Because all the damn money got spent at Christmas in January on everybody else's <laughs> damn birthday.
3: Are you bitter at all, Steve? That's oh, why. January, oh, no. Baby. Oh,
2: I ain't if bitter. I'm real, like though. It. Yeah. Oh, they ain't got no African chocolate cake over there. Oh, they got Oh, oh the food is excellent. Uh huh. You just yeah. got to pay attention okay. when you order. Oh,
4: what the food mean? is excellent. What do you mean? You got to pay attention. Of course. What you're does that pay... mean? Of hey, you you're know. you're gonna pay attention.
2: A, pay attention. a biscuit ain't what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> ask for, you ask for a biscuit. It ain't gonna be what you think it is. If you ask for pop, that's another damn thing. Don't say I like a pop. Um, you finish, You know a pop being a cold soda drink?
0: Yeah, yeah, soda. Uh-huh. Right. It's a
2: bowl yeah. of hot creamy stuff that come to your table. I <laughs> done order the pop before. <laughs> <laughs> I look at this lady like she lost her <laughs> damn. <laughs> <Your> <laughs> Man, get, my African at? brothers and sisters was laughing so hard in <laughs> my ass in that restaurant. <laughs> I said, "Hey, I said, hey, lady, on the way back, give me some pop, give me a pop." Hey, lady, <laughs> you know I'm you cool with everybody up. over here. Right, they right, all right. know me. Uh-huh. You know I'm I uh-huh. am famous in Africa. Now ain't ain't no, no mistake uh-huh. about that. That's so good. they know uh, me. worldwide with it. Baby. Yes, oh, I'll do. Low yes, low. but you got and to that lady pop. came back to that table. <laughs> Wait, Set this Who bowl it? down. <laughs> the, it was steaming. I said, What the hell? Uh huh. What is this I said, Excuse me, ma'am. I asked for a pop. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
5: What'd you say, I'm Steve? Looking at her, I said,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, but now this ain't a pop. She said,
3: "Yeah." <laughs> and I'll be down.
2: Pop is like a hot grit, almost. Oh, like oatmeal or
7: stuff. Oh, yeah, it's okay. like pop. Uh, so uh-huh. when you over your oh. soul,
2: now once like you learn forge. it, oh, it's yeah. delicious. Yeah, oh, okay. but you guys. Oh, it's good. Okay. Really... Uh huh. Oh, yeah. you, what about but, but I. How they, pop did pop did go with what though? I had? Oh they well, oh they the lay it out.
7: The what?
2: Oh they lay it out. It's real. Now, keep in mind. What you ask? Oh. Uh, how they, how cook, they chicken? cook chicken? Oh, chicken okay. over here is a little bit smaller. Uh-huh. Because they Not, don't
7: no hormone. Yeah, they don't
2: do it like in the states. Uh-huh.
7: Yeah, Did, they you, grow the chickens differently here. You said something you know? Steve when you were over there before about the ketchup. For fries? <laughs> yeah, you want to, it, this ain't finna be what you think.
4: It's
0: not a hand. Now, we were over there with him with that, Shirley. We had the french fries Tommy. You remember that?
6: That, wasn't, that was not ketchup. What when I we had. got
0: the ketchup, we all said, ooh. <laughs> Listen to me. It's real
2: tomatoey. It's real tomatoey. I thought it was, I thought I said. Oh, it was ketchup. sweet, this, remember? This tomato was- paste. <laughs> it's yeah, different it version. but they have some good stuff over here. Though the, mm-hmm. the meat, the meat over here, outstanding. Wow, mm-hmm. we outstanding. had some good
7: meat. No, I've never been to Africa, here. but I've had, um, I've had had lamb prepared by Africans, and it was delicious. It's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah, it's Very tender. Yeah, they know what they're doing with that. And, 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 and meat,
0: you know, meat very tasty. Yeah,
3: steakhouse over
4: there. Steakhouse is over there.
2: Yeah, they got this. This is the bomb. The, it's some of the best food I've eaten. Johannesburg has amazing restaurants. I'm telling you, man. You Every night, we go somewhere different, man. And people say, go here, go here. And man, they got some restaurants that's outstanding. The decor, I mean, it's posh, man. It's, it's so different than what you would expect. It's posh restaurants uh-huh. over here. And the pricing is way beyond affordable.
7: Oh, OK. Oh. All right, Steve. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you. Yes. Coming up. Nephew Tommy and run that prank back that's coming up right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here uh with national news and in entertainment news. The Joker uh led the nominations uh as far as the Oscars go. Uh really, we're mad at the Oscars. That's a bad right
6: boy now. right there, man.
7: Mm-hmm. The movie Joker. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you talking mentions. about Joaquin yeah. Phoenix who starred as why can When Joaquin go into a role, yeah. he
6: becomes that person. Oh, so, yeah, he does. That's what but he the movie, really though, he
2: was acting his ass off. But the movie, <laughs> I, I, seen, <laughs> I watched you the movie, I'm sitting going, what is this about?
3: <laughs>
2: what are <is he> we <laughs> doing? <laughs> no, seriously, man. I, he acting his <laughs> ass off. But what, what is this movie about?
5: I'm,
7: I'm sure <laughs> that you even saw the movie, Steve. No, uh, <laughs> I, I downloaded it. Uh, oh, okay. I, I downloaded, downloaded. Mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. Ah. Sitting up in here going, man, this ragged-ass movie. How <laughs> <laughs> he up for an Oscar was for it. It, He wasn't up for an Oscar for writing. They was up for a Oscar <laughs> <laughs> for acting.
3: <laughs> this
2: damn movie to write here. I ain't. If, if you if you are a person who are intelligent and got good-ass sense, yeah. it ain't no yeah. way in hell you going to like this movie. But you know how the Oscars do—they oh, get so deep You're with funny, it.
7: Boy. You know, <laughs> they—they don't—they don't go with the popular opinion a lot of times. That's why Jennifer Lopez was snubbed for her role at, at in Hustlers. Remember Let that? Everybody should know, so have about, about that. that. Gotten, I yeah, saw that, that movie. Yeah. Uh-huh, you saw her. Well, hustlers? let's save it, Steve, wait, I it.
6: voted for her. I'll tell you that. <laughs>
7: Come on, Nev. Uh, we'll talk about all of these uh, stories at the top of the hour, but right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Baby, wait. Mm.
6: If your baby weigh <laughs> too much, they can't get on the bus, okay? We weigh them before they get on the bus. Baby, wait, let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, trainer, please.
8: Yeah, this is Trina.
9: Hey, uh, Trina, my name is uh, Ernest. Ernest Murphy down here at the bus barn with the uh, from the school district. Your son is is Devin. Am I right? Uh, yeah. He's in the is sixth that... grade. I think. I
8: Wait, think is everything rides... okay?
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is fine. I think he's on. He rides bus ninety. Bus ninety three. Does he ride bus ninety three? Are you familiar yeah. with the bus
8: number? Uh, yeah. I yeah, he does.
9: Okay, so now. The school board has implemented a new rule, and um, we're, we're having to call uh, a lot of parents and let them know about the new rule okay. uh, for as far as the buses are concerned. Now, from my understanding, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than one hundred and twenty-five pounds. That's what the new rule that is imp- implemented by the Wait, school board. Wait, w- so, what did you?
8: Huh? What, what, can you say that again?
9: I feel like uh, missed uh, something. Each, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than one hundred and twenty five pounds. I don't understand.
8: Can you... so well, wait, what's Okay, so what is what does that mean? So starting on Monday
9: starting on Monday, what they're gonna do is they're gonna the, the bus driver will have a scale and he will weigh the kids what? before they get on on the bus wait, I, I i understand man but like i say i'm calling i'm calling every parent wait, that they wait what the f- you say
8: you're gonna you're gonna weigh my child before he gets on the bus that's
9: that's I, what the new rule that's what the new rule is if he's over 125 then he wait, he'll either have to walk or you'll have to take him to school
8: wait, you, no, wait, i have a job okay what? i have a job i'm not gonna take my kid to school that doesn't i don't I, that's what the bus is for that's what our, my tax dollars pay for but what's, right. the, but, it, but what's me, the reasoning, me, the rationale behind this?
9: Okay, let me tell you what's going on. From What they're saying uh, okay. is okay. that the, the weight of these children is wearing okay. down these transmissions on this bus, on these buses. That the is, transmission, that the is, transmission that cannot take son. all of that. Okay. So that, they are limiting right. the weight of each child. Okay. So now, how much does. That, I think over, that's uh,
8: discrimination.
9: But Can is, you he that, is law your law son law law over 125 pounds? He okay. He is okay. He's a, he's then, a tall then, kid. then, then you gonna you probably gonna have to take your son to school, or he gonna have to walk. <laughs> no, he, probably, he probably need to walk to school if he already one hundred twenty five
8: pounds. That is so rude. <laughs> what the uh, are you talking about? Like, seriously?
9: All I, uh, ma'am, <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is if your son is overweight, uh, one hundred twenty five. You know, maybe the exercise are doing good, but like I say, the, the school board is not going to allow him on the bus. But,
8: sir, I I will not accept this. If I, who do I need to call? Is there a manager? Is there a city council member? I mean, this is seriously the most up discriminatory practice I've ever heard of. It doesn't even make sense. You're talking okay. about a child.
9: I understand, but we're talking about a child that weighs more than a grown person. You, your son Listen, is a heavy. Listen, I need
8: to get. Is a, what is your name, sir? Tell me your name again. My I'm name writing is Ms. Ernest. Steph.
9: My name is Ernest. I'm down here at the bus ball.
8: I would like to speak with a supervisor, like now.
9: Okay. Do
8: you, you? do not get to speak to my, about my child that way. You don't get to speak to any kid that way. You should not be working at a school if that is your attitude. I'm not. Cool. I don't work
9: at the school. I work at the bus barn. I'm down here at the bus barn, and they gave me your number. Evidently, they're right because you're saying he's over 125 pounds. I,
8: I am in absolute shock. This is
9: so <laughs> up to you. Like, okay. I don't even know. So, do you have a fat <laughs> child? Oh, I mean, do you me? have excuse me? I'm sorry. Do you have a big child?
8: Listen, what my child looks like, how much he weighs, is none of your business. I'm going to call the school. They can not be working with your company if this is the way that you treat people. And you talk about children this way? Like, what the hell f- does it matter with you?
9: I guess what they're doing is mm-hmm. and this is the way of them approaching obesity. You know, let right. them keep yeah, to the school. Whoever, whoever, over 125, let them walk. They might walk at all. Your son might. Listen,
8: meet. listen. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, Okay. I have to work. My son is getting on that bus, and I'm going to call the school board and should not be working with you. We are another bus company. I don't know, but I'm calling the city. I will call whoever the f- they need to call, but you need to give me a supervisor's name right now, right now. Do
9: you like, think you need to start cooking different so Devin don't have, uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe it starts at home with what you feed it
8: everybody you know, I am calling your supervisor. I'm calling the the city. I'm calling the school. I am going to get you so fired. Like, I can't even believe that you're allowed to make this call. Like, are other parents okay with this? F*** you. I'm I'm,
9: I'm calling. When you're on your way to work in the morning, Trina, do you listen to the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Oh, my God.
8: Uh, Yes, I do.
9: (laughs) This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning oh, Show, baby. Yes, yes, Nappy yes. Your, Tommy.
8: Your,
9: your cousin Vicky got me to prank phone call you, baby.
8: Oh my God, I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> yeah. God, I mean, I was like, Oh my God, I love Steve Harvey. I love you. I was about to have a heart attack. Thank <laughs> oh God!
9: You gotta tell me this, baby, Trina. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the lane.
8: Steve Harvey.
7: All right, nephew. Uh, Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages Messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend the one who wants a big new TV and boom suddenly the TVs on sale
7: All right, so yesterday, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced the nominees for the 92nd Academy Awards. Best Actress uh, made some noise because our girl Cynthia Erivo, she was nominated for her role yeah. in the movie. Harriet, I loved Harriet. She was yeah. great in that Cynthia movie. Yeah. The movie was great, yes. Uh, Cynthia Erivo, Erivo is the only person of color nominated in anti-category this year. Okay? Wow. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, okay. our girl J Lo, Jennifer Lopez, was snubbed for her performance in Hustlers. Everybody was talking about it, how she was a shoe in yes. for the nomination and all of that, uh, but she did not get it. She got uh, in on the, time train. the yeah.
2: Oscars have the made the Oscars have made some mistakes over the years. Yes, I think they have. we all agree with that. I think they've snubbed so many great ones over Eddie the years. Jennifer Lopez should have got something because. Yes. Just best body, yep. the way she pulled it category, together. Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I mean, if you look, I mean, JLo can act,
0: man. Yeah, she
3: was very yeah, she good. Can. In the movie. She could she
2: act, she's been a lot she of stuff. She convinced me she was yeah, Ramona, man. she convinced yeah. me yeah. Yeah. of that character. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. she's very yeah. believable. But back to this damn joker. Okay. <laughs> 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 He, wrote he This crazy ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> what was it for? Let me explain something to you. I love the clip you, watch, you all see, of it, Steve. yeah, man. The clips you see, uh, the clips you see, is the best parts in the movie. When he going down, down them down steps, the steps, kicking. Yeah.
3: That's,
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean after the, that? In the
7: trailer, Steve? Hey, yeah, the
3: after the that,
2: them is after that. Why <laughs> is he talking? Uh man what is wrong with you i don't give a damn what's wrong with you this ain't got to be your damn reaction uh-huh i i didn't get it man i I'm can't tell, tell y'all what the movie about and you know what i couldn't if i you know why i can't tell you what the movie about Cause <laughs> Quite I. Because i watched it. it i don't know what the damn movie about so all i know is this nutty ass man <laughs> was just telling you i'm nutty the whole damn move, <laughs> every reaction he had to everything happened to him i look man i'm black i'd have had a lot of bad stuff happen to me in my life You putting this damn mask on for take that damn makeup off and get your ass out that camp and quit talking to these people
4: <laughs> that's
5: your takeaway steve <laughs> <sighs>
4: Uh, that's stupid. And, 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 uh, stupid it's batman where's batman
2: uh? man the whole damn movie I said man now, you know what would help out is batman <laughs> if I could just see the emblem in the sky something man and
3: I ain't even a batman a fan. Bat. Was you know how they project it? the emblem
2: yes. Yes. <laughs> stop all this New York City Gotham do something <laughs> Hell man If the Riddler come on yeah, Penguin Somebody come in here and help this yes. damn man mm-hmm. And can we get out this Raggedy ass
7: apartment <laughs> Man You need to be a movie critic For real Half the
2: reason Half it. the reason he was crazy Because of where he stayed Pick <laughs> up some of these damn dishes man. He to apartments Why don't you get some help in here? You need somebody to come in okay, here and decorate. Okay. Put you some nice colors in here.
7: <laughs> pop pop okay, some Tomorrow
6: colors. you got to do Harriet tomorrow.
7: <laughs> oh, Harriet was good. Oh, it was good. Harriet was real good. Uh-huh. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, she well,
3: was. Well, gonna Cindy. find
7: something though. Yeah, he'll uh, find something. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> uh.
4: All
0: right, <laughs> see so, that is hilarious.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Time to get caught up on today's headlines. Here, Steve. <laughs> Go ahead,
10: Steve. <laughs> Crazy.
7: Man, ladies and gentlemen, Miss
10: Ann Tripp. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. This is Antrip with the news. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is expected to send the articles of impeachment against President Trump to the U.S. Senate this week. In fact, Representative Pelosi is scheduled to meet with House Democrats this morning to discuss the timing of a vote on impeachment managers. The Republican-dominated Senate, though, is expected to make quick work of the impeachment charges and acquit the president. However, Pelosi says no matter what... Donald Trump is still impeached for life and there's nothing his friends and supporters can do about it. President Trump still defending his decision to order American forces to take out Iranian General Qasem Soleimani, contending that Soleimani posed an impending threat to the U.S. But then he adds that it's not important anyway, given the general's history. U.S. Attorney General William Barr says that a number of Saudi military cadets are being expelled following last month's deadly shooting at a Pensacola, Florida, naval base. A Saudi military student murdered three young American sailors and injured eight other people last December. And the AG says it was a terrorist attack. They say the gunman who was killed at the scene was motivated by radical jihadism and hatred of Americans. So after an investigation of the 850 Saudi trainees here, Barr says a number were apparently found to be sharing extremist material, even child pornography. So you know what? They got to go.
0: 21 cadets have been disenrolled from their training curriculum in the U.S. military
2: and will be returning to Saudi Arabia.
10: And Barr says the Saudi government apparently agrees with his decision to send them back. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker has ended his race for the Democratic presidential nomination in an email to supporters, Brooker, Brooker explains that he simply doesn't have enough campaign money to continue. He's been polling kind of low, so he doesn't really qualify to be on the debate stage in Iowa tonight. But Brooker says that does not mean he's about to disappear.
5: I can't wait to get back on the campaign trail I and mean, campaign as hard as I can for whoever is the eventual nominee and for candidates up and down the ballot. But for now, I want to say... Thank you.
10: As a senator, the Garden State Democrat says Trump's impeachment trial will be keeping him busy for the next few weeks. And Booker says he doesn't intend to run for re-election. According to the New York Times, President Trump's trying to take credit for the country's lower cancer rates. American Cancer Society says that the U.S. has experienced the sharpest one-year drop in the cancer rate ever recorded. After that, the Times says Trump took to Twitter saying, U.S. cancer death rate, the lowest in recorded history, a lot of good news coming out of this administration. Well, folks at the American Cancer Society gently remind the president the cancer rate has been dropping over the last 26 years, the last time uh, when Obama was president. But today's uh, tonight National Rubber Ducky Day. Now back to the, the Steve be Harvey Morning Show. You're
5: listening. Listening to the Steve
7: Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Junior's here with his sports talk. Uh, the National College Championship Football Game. I, I, hold up, Shirley, don't
2: give a damn about that. Hold up. hold on. They, they do, no, 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 oh, they do, they do, but they do. This. It's tonight. No, right? it was a good game last night. No, Shirley, night. it was last Shirley, night. Shirley, it was oh. last night. Girl, oh. why are you in sports? <laughs> Stop introing
0: intro sports. I
3: thought it was tonight.
2: <laughs> Girl, Girl, stop!
0: It was last night. My husband. You ain't watched watch it. nothing. And
2: now me. Now guess what? I ain't seen the damn game because I'm in Africa. You can't see nothing. So in Africa, damn. I'm right.
4: <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> that was a great game last night.
6: Beautiful game. Thank yeah. you, Junior. Man, you and Baker Mayfield can kiss my behind. That what y'all. Today.
4: Still love his name.
6: Going on with all that.
2: <laughs> well, well, they both had the house now.
3: How's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cool. trophy winner LSU's
4: Joe Burrow versus Clemson's Trevor Lawrence went to work last night Great game last night uh, uh, LSU wins, uh, but we want to bring in Undefeated Undefeated We want to bring in Coach O, the head coach of LSU Tigers We can't understand it We can get Coach O in here and talk about how he feels today as a national uh, champion
11: Thank you Julia. See, I want to say thank you Thank you so much, I want to, so to tell you the LSU, LSU football
3: always.
11: <laughs> LSU football always been the kind of, kind of football that would go out there uh-huh. play the game like that over there. Go Tigers! Always wanted to. Always wanted to. Always for to. Steal Louisiana and going on there here I'm going. on there. I told the team, go play. Do it for Louisiana. And they say, well, the, oh, okay, go. They were going down there. Who that there? And I say, oh, you want to go on there over there. And Win the football game. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a great day. it was one of the greatest day of my life, well, Coach. Uh, Stupid. Anybody want to thank? Yeah, of course I want. First of all, I want to thank all the people that came on on the Death Valley, all the people that come on the Louisiana, drove miles around, <laughs> all that that right Come, on. go to that, that who that, that nation, all over and play the
4: football game. <laughs> Okay, I I didn't understand. Not a word. Not a word. Never, right. You never do. You never do. Yeah, never do. It's right, all okay, You know worry about that right there.
11: Go,
2: Tigers.
4: What? <laughs> there it is. I understand that. Yeah. Go, Tigers. I don't think I'm saying I understand. There it is. <laughs> National champ. <laughs> National champ. Congratulations, LSU. <laughs>
2: Who that nigga Why the coach? Why the coach sound like a
7: white Roscoe Wallace? Uh, oh, boy. All right. Uh, <laughs> crazy. We'll talk, we'll talk about uh, Cory Booker. He dropped out of the Democratic presidential race. We'll talk and about we it had, right had after this. Who's surprised about
5: that? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Well, Steve, uh Cory Booker is the latest Democratic candidate to drop out of the presidential race. It was hard What (laughs) That's so fake. (laughs) You know you don't don't be so surprised. Yeah. Uh it was hard. Uh, (laughs) It was hard for Cory to make that decision. Uh, He posted a statement on social media. And and here's some of Cory's statement. He said, I've made my decision to suspend my campaign for president. I've said throughout this race that this election is not just a referendum on Donald Trump. It's a referendum on who we are and who we must be to each other. Cory Booker went on to say to my team supporters and everyone who gave a shot. Thank you. Uh, I'm so proud of what we built. Okay, can Uh, I say something? It is a referendum on Donald Trump. Yeah, go ahead, Can I say something? Listen.
2: Kamala, Corey, Mm -hmm. all these people, they had good intentions. Some of them had great ideas. The problem that we have right now is that Donald Trump has changed politics in this country. And this country right now with him as the president, they have given up all pretense of morality. they not even faking or playing like we're trying to be morally correct. The, 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 the Southern have evangelicals them.
1: have uh-huh. all
2: backed Don, Donald Trump. Excuse me. The far right wing religious moral compass of this country. So they've been telling us.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Is now backing Donald Trump, who is against everything, everything for regular people and only supportive of rich people. Politics is bipartisan. They have I've never seen the rights band together as much as I have with Donald Trump. True. Band together with to the right on somebody so wrong. So Kamala, Corey with great intentions, uh, the other dude, uh, so, you know, so all these people, they all had good intentions, but this this election is not about good intentions anymore. No, no, Mm-mm, no, no. This is not about who's going to be best for the country. All this election is, is about power, position, and money. And the right wing will do anything to maintain those three things. And right now, it's represented by Donald Trump. Because if you go against Trump, he go against you. Mm -hmm. So now, if Mm -hmm. you don't back this guy right now in your local elections, he come out against you. Mm -hmm. So this dude done buffaloed and bullied the Republican Party when really he's a Democrat at heart. But because he like Democratic dudes. But really, this dude right here, man, has changed politics. So the good guy, this isn't about the good guy no more. This ain't about who best for the country. So all we can do right now is try to get somebody who can beat Donald Trump. And the only dude in a debate that can stand there and match this dude is Biden. That's it. You got to have two old white men talking about each other (laughs) and then let all the rest of them decide who they're going to vote for. This got to be two white men talking about each other because he has polarized. it. He has made his party about white men. Yeah. I'm telling you man, <sighs> this dude in gangster politics has changed. Mm. I'm it's sorry. It's been allowed to.
7: On. Yeah. It's been allowed mm. to. Yeah, I'm sorry. They want to stay in power, so in order to stay in power, they think they should stand behind uh Donald Trump and support whatever he does, right or wrong. Sure. It doesn't matter. No, they, know yeah. they yeah. have to yeah. stand behind yeah. him
2: because if they come out against him, they're traitor. Mm-hmm. They're loyal, and, they, and, he, and then he'll go to the NRA and they'll pull the money from their campaign. Yeah. He done gangster them.
7: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the debate is tonight, right. Democratic National yes, Debate it is. in uh, Iowa tonight. Iowa, yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: Right before the caucuses. All right, uh, coming up next, the Nephew in the building with today's prank phone call that's coming up right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for his nephew?
6: Bad potluck. Huh? Bad potluck. I've been few 2020, baby. Let's go, cat.
12: Hello? Hello.
6: Hello. I'm trying to uh, find a uh, helper.
9: Excuse me, what you say? I'm trying to reach a Heather. Is this it Heather? This Heather.
12: How are you?
9: Okay. Okay, listen. <laughs> uh I got your number from uh from
12: Lois. Lo-
9: that's my mama. I'm I'm Maurice. I'm Lois' oldest son. Lois, you, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Wait, wait. Excuse me. Lois,
12: who's Lois? Lois. Oh, okay. Wait, Lois. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Hi. Okay. How are you?
9: I'm good. You, 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 you was at uh at Mama Dean's house on um on New Year's Day.
12: Yes, yes. Okay. Everybody was there. Okay, Me?
9: when I got when I got there, you was gone. But what I'm okay. what I'm calling about is you the one made the black eyed peas, right?
12: I did. You enjoyed
9: them? No, I enjoyed a mother. That's why I'm calling you. Let me say this here. Let me say this. No, no, no. I'm at work. You can't
12: talk to me like this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Say whatever you gotta say, but please don't curse at me. Don't do that.
9: No, okay. No, no. Here go the deal. Your mother beans got my stomach all jacked up and I didn't have to go down to the doctor to get my stomach pumped. I ain't got no damn insurance or none of this. You know, this 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 have me messed up for the last week.
12: You okay, know? first well, of, all of all, I asked to show, you to stop personally. I'm trying person to get your number
9: me. for the longest to tell you exactly, you know, how f- up your damn penis is.
12: Okay, first f- of all, okay, I told your ass I'm at work. I'm around all these white people. I can't talk to you the way I want to talk to you. But let me just tell you this. Don't call me with the dumb shit. First of all, there was a whole bunch of food there. How do you know? How can you single out my damn beans that made you sit with all that got food there? You're not going to blame me. Get the fuck out of here.
9: Ma- 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 mama-, mama
12: Dean said you was the one that made the beans. You I don't give a, a, fuck a what Mama beans. Dean said. It was all this food there, and you're going to single out my beans? Nobody else complained? You know what the day's date is? Okay? Ain't not one other person called me about them beans. And... By the, as a matter of fact, other people were complimenting me. So for you to call me with the dumb all late and wrong, going to blame me probably because you need a doctor's appointment, you should have got Obamacare when it was available to you, and now you want to call me with no, 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 no. So you can no, tell uh, Lois no, no, or no, whatever, no, no. Or you know what?
9: what? Trying oh. you you're trying to blame this on oh. somebody else's food. Joe Bean's my stomach up. And that's what it boils down to. And at the end of the day, you're finna to give me some at money the end of doctor the- bill.
12: Know the hell I ate? <laughs> what doctor bill? You said you don't have insurance, so how the hell did you go to the doctor to pay, with no insurance? I had
9: to pay out my pocket to get my stomach pumped.
12: Okay, well it's taken care of. If you paid out your pocket, that means the bill is paid, so you can get. The and, shit out and, my and, phone. and you gonna reimburse me? What no, I I'm hate? not gonna reimburse you with. Shit, okay. In fact, I got more beans for you since you got a problem with them. I got a whole bowl for you. Okay. How about? Because you're full of. Shit, so if it made you, shit, that's good for you.
9: Hey, look, look, I, look I'm going to tell you this here right now. Uh, the bill was $472. I need $472. <laughs> $472 for your bull no, beans. No,
12: no, no, no. Yes, You're no, not getting yes. no money from me. And I need to go because I got work to do. I don't know what you got to do, spending all this time on the f-ing phone talking about some beans with all that food. So the rice didn't do it. The meat didn't do it. They had uh, smothered gravy. The gravy always people up. That didn't do it. You want to single out my beans? out of here. Don't be calling me with this dumb yeah. You know what, now I, uh, tell me who gave me your number, because I don't even know you. I do know your mom a little bit. Mama, De- Mama, 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 Mama Dean gave me your number. I call Mama oh, so Dean. Mama Dean passing out numbers. Well, I'm going to call Mama Dean, and I'm going to see if anybody else got sick, which I know they didn't, because your ass is full of shit. So, I'm going to call her, see if anybody got sick. How about we do it that way? And also, I'm going to call your mother, okay? I'm going to call Miss Lois and see why her son is calling me on the phone because this is some bull- I'm f-ing sick inside of this phone call and nothing was wrong with my beans if anything something wrong with you and so take a laxative clear your ass out and keep it the f- moving but you gonna get off my f- phone
9: okay 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 they say they
12: say Tommy has some problem with the beans too huh? First of all, I don't even know no God, Tommy. I ba- barely know your mom. I just know her by face. I don't even know her know her. So Tommy, you, I'm calling Mama Dean. She ain't got no business giving my mother number to nobody. This is so Tommy's house. What you, what, you, what you want me to tell Tommy then? I just told you I don't know anybody named Tommy. Okay, so you can tell me, him whatever I the f, f- yeah, you wanna tell him. And on, if you're yeah, trying to gain yeah, other yeah, people you know, who I mean. wanna jump on your side, it's not gonna happen because nobody complained about the beam. Give me okay, no, but- give me another name 'cause Tommy wasn't there. I know just about everybody that was there. Wasn't nobody named Tommy there.
9: Okay, okay. So you're gonna say nephew <laughs> Tommy nephew
12: Tommy wasn't there?
9: What? Nephew Tommy. This is nephew Tommy Nep- from the Steve Harvey morning show Heather. You just oh,
12: <laughs> Are you crazy? Your
9: cousin oh, Faye, Your cousin oh, Faye got me the prank phone call. Are you
12: crazy? I'm at work. People walking by me looking at me I'm about to get written up around with you, Tommy. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I know my beans are good. I really go. <laughs> Oh,
9: man, you got me you got me wanting to taste your Black Eyed Peas, baby.
12: They are good. And nobody can play. I'm sitting here like, I know I ain't get these people sick. <laughs> you wasn't going to get no money. <laughs> oh. hey, tell me
9: this, baby. Tell me this. <sighs> what is the baddest, the baddest radio show in the land?
12: Oh, but you know it. But you know it's Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, my God. Uh, I know radio. This is great. Oh. <laughs>
9: uh, Happy 2020 to you, Heather. Keep cooking your beans, baby. You all good. All right. Thank you. Happy New Year. All right. Happy New Year. And next year, I'll probably pop up at Mama Dean's house, (laughs) here. You are welcome to come. (laughs) How was that? It was (laughs)
3: good in that field.
6: You can't bring no bad beans to New Year's Day dinner. You understand what I'm saying? You can't bring bad beans. Um. Hey, uh, uh, this this week, Charlotte, North Carolina. The nephew coming to the Comedy Zone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, hey, Tommy, Saturday can I ask gone you a
2: question Sunday about March. that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. I'm about, I'm about five, four,
3: three, two. Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> how long? <laughs> By what so what? Oh,
2: man? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You at the Comedy I'm Zone? At the comedy I'm at the Comedy Zone
6: Thursday through Sunday. Tickets are about gone. The nephew going to be sold out before the week is up. Get your tickets. I got a few of them left. Comedy's on Thursday through Sunday. That's right. MLK weekend. Y'all come hang out with your boy. But nah, the laughter continues. Laugh fest. Valentine's weekend. That's going to be Cleveland on the 14th. Cincinnati, Ohio on the 15th. Memphis, Tennessee on the 16th. It's the laugh fest. It's me, D.L. Hughley, Said The Entertainer, Dion Cole, and Earthquake shaking it up. Laugh Fest Valentine's Weekend tickets on sale show, right now. That's a Thank you, show, sir. Man. All Ticketmaster outlets. That's a damn <clears> show. That's a good ass show right there. Oh. Are you gonna come see me on one of them?
2: Come oh, to Cleveland, dog. Okay, man, I wish I come. When to when is Cleveland. that? February fourteenth. On the uh, on the fourteenth. Is that a week? That's a weekend, ain't it? I think I. That's do a see my Family feud.
7: Or, or Tommy, you could take your show to Africa.
2: <sighs> hmm.
7: I was saying Tommy could take his show to Africa, where you are.
6: Can we come over
7: there? Yeah, you come over there. Yeah, yeah.
6: Can you send a jet for us, me and the boys? They got tickets.
2: You ain't been getting on the <laughs> see, jet. See, <laughs> see, all of a sudden, see, see how people do. Why you don't want to share your that. little plane? Nah, hey, ain't been on jet nowhere, and all of a sudden send a jet for us. <laughs> hey, hell, when I send a plane way over there, seventeen hours, pick your ass up, bring you back seventeen. You could have been here. <laughs> Just start coming that way. Hey, can I, can
7: I come hang out over there? Can I, for, yeah, for real, man. can I come hang out yeah. for about
6: a week? Yeah. I'm serious.
7: All right, well, there it is. Uh, coming up next, Strawberry letters subject, my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. Uh, we'll get into that right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
13: It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts.
7: If you're ready to travel again, Dulles International and Reagan National Airports are working hard to help you have a safe and enjoyable journey. We've implemented health and safety measures like sanitizing more often and requiring face coverings. And with shopping and dining options available in every concourse, you can enjoy a meal or grab a
1: snack before you board. Visit MWAA.com safety to learn more about our safety measures and see available concessions.
7: All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, sex, dating, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here today. That's
5: right. Buckle
7: up
6: and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter.
7: Thank you Neff, subject my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am heartbroken and I need your advice. My boyfriend broke up with me in September of 2018 and I'm having a difficult time letting him go. We've been close friends since we were in middle school and we had a deep emotional and physical connection for many years. When he dumped me, He tried to still be friends, but it was awkward for me, so I didn't talk uh, to him much because I needed to heal. Well, shortly after we broke up, he met a nice woman, and they had only been together six months, and he asked her to marry him. They got married in September 2019, and he had the audacity to invite me to the wedding. I did not go for a couple of reasons. First off, I wasn't ready to see him walk down the aisle with someone else. And secondly, I did not think it was appropriate for me to attend the wedding since none of our other friends knew the true nature of our friendship. We were more than friends. I'm his ex-boyfriend. His new wife doesn't know about me, or should I say us. surely Shirley, hmm? Shirley. Yes? Yes? What
3: Huh? Okay, you want I me to read
7: something. it again?
2: Yeah, I missed something.
7: Okay. Yeah, you did. What did you say? I said we were more than friends. I'm his you, ex. What we talking about? We talking about the lighter, the writer the of dude this letter. With the wife, the writer. Okay. The writer of the letter. Okay. <clears throat> who says he's heartbroken because he and he needs our advice? His boyfriend broke up with him in September of 2018. So skipping what, down, he, huh? Okay, follow along with me, Steve. Okay. He and his boyfriend his boyfriend broke up with him in 2018. Uh, we were more than friends. With yes, with yes, him? Steve. Yes. Yes. It's a dude is this letter? My boyfriend broke yeah, you're up gonna with
6: have me. You to let all over again. Okay,
7: I'm going to st- you want me to start over? Okay. Mean, you got to start and go slow. Okay. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am heartbroken and I need your advice. My boyfriend broke up with me in September of 2018, and I'm having a difficult time letting him go. We've been close okay. friends since we were in middle school. So far, so good, right, Steve? And mm-hmm. we had and we had a deep emotional and physical connection for many years. When he dumped me, he tried to still be friends, but it was awkward for me, so I didn't talk to him much because I needed to heal. Well, shortly after we broke up, he met a nice woman, And they had only been together six months, and he asked her to marry him. Then they got married in September of 2019, and he had the audacity to invite me to the wedding. I did not go for a couple of reasons. First off, I wasn't ready to see him walk down the aisle with someone else. And secondly, I did not think it was appropriate for me to attend the wedding since none of our other friends know that uh, they knew the true nature of our friendship. We were more than friends. I'm his ex-boyfriend. His new wife doesn't know about me. Or, mm. His new wife you doesn't know about ask. me. Yeah, follow along, Steve. Oh, yeah, he's going yeah, he to have to call I'll
6: Ellen for he answer this one. He, his he new wife
7: seat. doesn't know about me, or should I say us. I am not vindictive and I would never ruin her happiness by sharing this information with her. He got really upset with me for not coming to his wedding because he said everyone was asking why I wasn't there. We have argued about me missing the wedding and he doesn't understand my side of it or why I'm still hurt. He seems to think we can just go on as friends and hang out on the weekends like we've always done. I've been avoiding his calls and texts but I do miss talking to him. How should I deal with this going forward? Should I cut ties with him for good, or do you think time will heal all wounds? Please advise. Call Ellen for your answers all right, me. sometimes, you know, you do have you to just approved. let things, you, you have to let people go, you do in life. Sometimes you do that, but in this case, I understand it's harder for you because you guys have been friends since middle school and you've been more than friends, but clearly he doesn't feel the same way as you proof. He dumped you. He married a woman six months later and he didn't even tell her about you. That's the proof right there. So it sounds like you were way more into him than he was into you. Uh, And he has moved on with his life. In terms of a romantic relationship, he's married a woman now uh now he's insensi is he insensitive I want to ask you that you you think he's insensitive and confusing because he seems to be uh sending mis- mixed messages to you absolutely because he wants to still be friends with you and still hang out like you guys used to do and all of that those are mixed messages it's confusing uh w- without a doubt all of that and 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 while yes you ask the question does time heal wounds yes time heals all wounds that's what they say and uh this so call friendship of yours that he wants to still have and he wants you guys to still you know be together and all of that uh, it's as one-sided as ever I, I think he's a, a selfish type lover he just wants what he wants he's not caring or understanding how you feel about this situation so I think you really should take a page out of his book and move on with your life just like he has moved on with your with his. Whether that be with a woman or another man, whatever your preference, I think you should move on with your life and forget about this guy because it seems he's done that. Steve, you alright? Let's uh, just start towards
2: the end of the letter where it says how forward. should I deal with this going forward? Mm-hmm. That is the question for me to answer mm-hmm. on this commercial break. Steve right. will
7: come back with an answer for this after the break. Uh, the subject, my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. We'll get back into it right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. I know you were thrown a little bit because we're talking about two guys well, here. Okay, but now, mm-hmm. okay,
2: so now, in, in fairness to me and my radio audience that listens to me, I'm gonna take you on the journey through this letter as I took myself through this letter. yeah. Cause the moment of discovery that I had was during the reading of the letter. Right. So here's, when the letter's reading, here's what Steve is thinking. My married ex-boyfriend wants to be friend. <laughs> Acceptable title. Then, dear Stephen Shirley, I'm heartbroken and I need your advice. My boyfriend broke up with me in September, 2018. I'm having a difficult time letting him go. I- I'm familiar with that situation, very familiar. Not in 2018, but it's happened in the past. We were close friends since when we were in middle school, and um, and, and 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 we had deep emotional and physical connection for many years. Been in that, I've been right there. I'm, I'm in this letter. When he dumped me, he tried to still be friends. I tried that with a couple of women before. Mm-hmm. I tried being a friend. But it was awkward for me. I know, lady, but you know, I was cool, so let's just try. So I didn't talk to him much, cause I needed time to heal. Very familiar with that. Well, shortly after we broke up, he met a nice woman. They had only been together six months. He asked her to marry him. I asked, they I asked three people to marry me. I, okay. I'm familiar with this right here. Mm-hmm. I, I asked somebody to marry me in a minute. They got <laughs> married in September, 2019. <laughs> in I've been married three times and I don't even remember all the damn dates. But I, that's how many times I've been married. He had the audacity to invite me to the wedding. Now, that I've never done. I'm not having your ass come to the wedding and run the risk of when they say, does anyone here see any just cause? I'm not going to have your ass at the wedding, so I wouldn't do that. That's why I started not being in the letter so much. But, you know, Mm -hmm. and, 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 and they had the audacity to invite me. Now, I'm thinking... This woman is saying I didn't go for a couple of reasons. This is what I'm thinking as I'm reading out. First of all, I wasn't ready to see him walk down the aisle. I ain't saying I'm all that, but I'm pretty sure somewhere in my history somebody has felt a sudden loss. (laughs) I'm just saying yeah, with someone else. Secondly, I didn't think it was appropriate for me to attend the wedding since none of our other friends knew the true nature of our friendship. Well, most of my friends know what I was doing, so I'm back in the letter again. Uh but they knew the true relationship but then the letter we were more than friends this where the the letter took a turn for me and he got thrown me you got to understand at 63 i'm just telling you i'm his ex-boyfriend now i've been reading the letter the way i told you i've been reading the letter i'm hearing it now this is new information
3: i'm his Mm ex-boyfriend
2: so now i have to find a way to give this advice from a perspective but it's just like any other relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's how it has to be handled. So I'm his ex-boyfriend, his new wife doesn't know about me. None of my wives knew about anybody from my past, or at least I tried not. To. They have come up from time to time and I've had some <laughs> <somebody> explaining yeah. <laughs> to do, okay? But I've just really tried not to have many conversations about that. His new wife doesn't know about me, or should I say us? I'm not vindictive and I would never ruin their happiness by sharing this information about it Okay, so this is a cool dude right
3: yes, here.
2: It. I ain't mad at him, mm-hmm. this dude is all right. He got really upset with me for not coming to his wedding cause he said everybody was asking why I wasn't there. Hey dog, you know good to hell well why he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So now for the dude that got married, what game you playing, partner? Right. Talking about why wasn't you there? Now you mad, what the hell you mad for? You can got on with your life, then get on with your life. Mm-hmm you dragging the dude back up in it for? So then we have argued about me missing the wedding and he don't understand my side of it and why I'm what what is you arguing with him for? Now here's where I think you can get some justice here. He seems to think we can just go on as friends and hang out on the weekend like we've always done. I've been avoiding his calls and texts, but I do miss talking to him. Well, now listen to me. If he don't understand your side, I'm just gonna say it like this. Both y'all men, right? ain't got nothing to do with your preference and all like that you just mean so i'm just talking this is i'm talking to two dudes now right Ain't got nothing to do with your preference i don't care what it is ain't none of my business god bless you more power to you if a dude if a friend of mine keep talking to me and i ask him leave me alone let me work some things out and he keep running his mouth i'm gonna whip his ass <laughs> Did you talk? I'm knocking his ass out because I told you. Yeah. Hey, dog, I'm trying to pull myself together. What is you over here for? Mm-hmm. Now, you keep coming over here arguing. We're not finna Yeah. I'm knocking your ass out. <laughs> I'm just talking to the two men here. What your preference is, again, got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Walk. Go over there, go up to his job. When he ate lunch, sit across the table, Haul off and bust his ass dead in the damn jaw. <laughs> that's your ass. just answer. two damn dudes. That's just. But hold up, dog. Now, how should I deal with this going forward? At least get an ass whooping out the way. You'll feel better. Yeah, cut ties. Time will heal all wounds. Mm-hmm. Please advise.
7: Just get the ass whooping out your sister. <laughs> Knock his you, ass out. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at forty-six after the hour. Well, Steve, you're going to be on Ellen. Or you were on Ellen's show yesterday, I should say, and we'll talk about that right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
13: To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a soap opera star.
4: Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense.
13: Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with Geico, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process.
1: Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season.
13: Geico. Great service without all the drama. Dive into the hilarious minds
6: of the world's funniest on a brand new podcast, Comedy Gold Minds with Kevin Hart. From rising stars to comedy legends, Kevin speaks with comedic tastemakers for ear-opening dialogue with the world's top comedic minds. Listen as guests like Jerry Seinfeld, Bill Burr, and Hasan Minhaj chronicle their comedy club experiences, giving sneak peeks into their latest material, share inside jokes with Kevin, and more. New episodes of Comedy Gold Minds are out now. Subscribe on Stitcher, Apple Pod, Podcast, Pandora, or whatever you listen to podcast.
7: All right. So, Steve, you were on Ellen yesterday. Uh, It's always fun when you drop by Ellen's. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good
2: time. Ellen's one of my favorite people. Yeah. She's
7: so much fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: You look good on the show, Steve. Mm -hmm. You look good. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Was
6: he
2: butter?
7: I'm just coming out in a, a new casual trimmer casual. version. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's mm-hmm. 2020, baby. <laughs> 2020, the flip. So your talk- script is getting flipped. Uh huh. And and you guys were uh, you got on your mustache? It seems like every time you go on her show, you guys talk about uh, the mustache. She's fascinated with it. I know. It seems like all right. Yeah. Check but you put out. that
0: video on social media, so she was reacting. Where your son put the video on social media <laughs> about all the right. mustache, and mm-hmm. you guys talked about it. Take a listen.
8: You've got to be accurate to make it even on each side. That's really tough
2: work. Well, it's the only hair I have. Well,
3: (laughs) that is true.
2: Ain't like I got to do a bunch of other stuff.
8: But just to be clear, you do have other hair.
2: But it don't get a Breville on it, though.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She is man, so quick. Crazy yeah. She's so quick, that, man.
2: I was the one that was quick in that clip, Tommy. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: Asking questions ain't quick. <laughs> uh.
3: oh, wait. <laughs> hey, let me ask y'all
2: something. Did, uh-huh. the, did, did the part yes. go on there where uh, they was talking, we were talking about the Kelly Clarkson show? Oh, uh-huh.
4: let, me boy, let me
2: see. Boy, that one got funny, though. Boy, that one got funny because uh, I was just saying how much, you know, the show... I, I, I like Kelly Clarkson. I got nothing against Kelly Clarkson right. at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm matter of fact, mm. I'm happy for her. Mm-hmm. And so that's nice. she said, well, that's good, you know? And so then I was talking to one of my boys and my boy said, yeah, man, that's, that's messed up what they did. I said, no, man, it's not her fault. She cool with me, man. I mean, that was decision was made by other people. I said, I'm happy for her. He said, oh, that's cool, man. You happy for her? He said, so you watch the show? I said, I ain't that happy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you keep it real. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah, that <laughs> was a real I
2: moment. Right? No, just, no, I had a real yes, black ass did. moment right there. And I did that on <laughs> Ellen. That's And I don't know, Ellen don't normally like to air mm-hmm. anything controversial. So. Yeah. Um, that might not have made the cut, but that was funny though. But I Steve. damn sure said it. Yeah. He well, kept it one hundred. So you right watched the show? <laughs> I ain't that damn. Ain't going by the TV turning jam. <laughs> <dead. laughs> Come on, dog. Very cute. Very cute.
7: All right, Steve. Thank you. Uh, Junior is uh, coming up with uh, sports talk at the top of the hour. Right after this,
5: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, so Junior's here with this sports talk, uh, the National College Championship football game. I, uh, hold up, Shirley. What? Don't give a
2: damn about that. Hold on. Hold on, they, on. they don't? No, 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 Oh, they do. They do. But they do.
7: it's tonight, but not, bro. It was a
6: good game last
4: no, night. No, sure Shirley, it was last
2: night. Shirley, it was, last night. It was oh. last night. Girl, oh. why is you
4: in sports?
0: <laughs> Stop introing Why intro did
4: she get to intro sports?
3: I thought it was tonight.
0: Girl, Girl stop. stop! It was last night. My husband. You ain't lied. watched nothing, and now me.
2: Now guess what? I ain't seen the damn game because I'm in Africa. You can't see nothing.
7: So in Africa, <laughs> I'm
3: right. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not.
2: But excuse me, we have something to discuss because what? we have we both of about. the fellas here, and Carla, uh-huh. you just stay out the way because you kind of really a pro football. Oh fan
7: God, I know what it's husband. What is, going. is he talking about? He, he want to talk about the Texas. That's all he want to talk
6: about, uh, which was two days ago. Why are we talking about
2: it? Oh, not the
0: crime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to talk about the Texas. Well, you ain't on the only one on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you do, <laughs> When
2: I was in Africa, all I heard y'all telling me was, "All oh, text after text after text. It's fourteen nothing." It's twenty-one nothing. It's twenty-four nothing. Hey right, man, congratulations, man! Look like y'all gonna win
0: it.
4: I woke up.
0: <laughs> Here comes I don't talk the about funny it. part, yeah,
4: for real. And I go online
2: uh-huh, to just uh-huh. check NFL scores to see how bad the Texas had
4: beat the damn Chiefs.
6: I thought we were talking about LSU yeah, yeah, and Clemson. Ain't that about what we were talking <laughs>
4: That was a great game last night.
6: Beautiful game, thank yeah. you, Junior. Man, you and Baker Mayfield can kiss my behind. That what y'all
3: <laughs> Still love it, man. going on with all that though.
2: <laughs> well, well, they both had the
4: house now.
3: <laughs>
4: uh, 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 house the trophy with oh, an oh. LSU Joe Burrow versus Clemson's Trevor Lawrence went to work last night. Great game last night, unk. Uh, uh, LSU wins, uh, but we want to bring in. Undefeated. Undefeated. We want to bring in Coach O. And un- we can't understand him, the head coach of LSU Tigers. We can't understand it. We can get Coach O in here and talk about how he feels today as a national uh, champion. Say,
11: thank you so much, Jules. <laughs> See, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much, I want to, you. So, I want to tell you that LSU. LSU football
3: has
11: always, <laughs> always been the kind of, kind of football that won't go out Play the game like that over the world. I'm going to go Tigers. They oh, always wanted to. Always oh, wanted to run for a steal Louisiana. they going down here. I'm going out toward the team. They're play, do it for Louisiana. And they say, well, who can go? Everyone going down there. Put that down. And I say, oh, you want to go on there over there. And lay down there and win the football game. And <laughs> It was one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> Coach, uh, Anybody uh, want to thank? Yeah, of course I want first of all I wanna thank all the people that came on on the death valley, all the people that, on <laughs> <throw miles laughs> around, that, that right. come on to Louisiana, throw miles around, all that time right account. Going to go there who that, that nation all over and play the
4: football game.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: okay.
4: I I didn't understand, not a word. Not you already. Right. You never do. Yeah, never. It's all right, it's you, okay, don't worry you. about that right there. Uh, any, any plans <laughs> for, any plans for a celebration this year?
11: Well, you know, I'm going to sell all. I'm gonna some uh, crayfish. I'm going to suck the heads off of them and do oh. that little bit. I'm going to suck about 34 pounds of crawfish. Suck all the heads off of them. Give me some of that uh, green alcohol that I said right there my granddaddy made. And am going to have a celebration of gold go time. Go, Tigers. What?
6: <laughs> there it is. I understand that.
11: Yeah.
4: Go Tigers. I am not I understand. There it <laughs> is. <laughs> National, National Champ. National <laughs> Champ. Congratulations, LSU. <laughs>
11: Who
2: that nigga? Why the
4: Coach?
2: Why did Coach sound like a white Roscoe Wallace? (laughs)
7: Uh, Oh boy! All right, Uh, (laughs) crazy! All right, the Queen uh, has released a statement about Harry and Meghan. We'll talk about that when we come back. Right after this,
5: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, in response to um, Harry and Meghan's really, like, shocking announcement that they were going to spend part of their time uh, in England and then part of their time in Canada, they were stepping down from their uh, major royal duties. The Queen has released a statement because uh, people were saying she was blindsided. So she says, today my family had very constructive discussions on the future of my grandson and his family. The reigning monarch shared in a statement, the reigning monarch, of course, being the queen. My family and I are entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's desire to create a new life as a young family. Although we would have preferred them to remain full-time working members of a royal family, we respect and understand their wish to live a more independent life as a family while remaining a valued part of my family. Has anyone uh, spoken to the Earl of Nottingham?
11: Hell Oh, black girl? Oh, black girl. Black girl. Hell ye. As a representative of the only
2: black remaining (laughs) and never heard of in the palace, I'm here to say that the Queen has spoken and she really does support Malcolm and Harry and I'll just be saying, I for one am glad they're gone. Maybe now they can recognize me as the only black in the palace. <laughs> I'll take they, they want to be financially independent. Damn it, I don't. <laughs> I want to
5: become more dependent. We'll have more of the Steve okay. Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, we're back with the Earl of Ottingham, or as you guys call (laughs) him. Black Earl. Yeah. (laughs) Hell ye, hell ye. He always comes on with that.
2: I am the Earl of Ottingham. I was listening Uh to you, Shirley, Mm -hmm. make the announcement of our beloved queen, making the announcement that the family had a very constructive discussion concerning the
11: new life Harry that
2: they and have Harry in. and Merkel are going to partake in. Right? <laughs> Even though they wanted, the Queen wanted them to remain full time, she understood. Cut the damn music down. <laughs> oh, they got on your
4: nerves. What's wrong, Earl? Them Black damn Earth. horns Earth.
2: when I'm talking. <laughs> Lower the horns before I have your head. <laughs> Thank you. That damn boy on that horn been making noise since he was a boy. That's Earl Jr. on horn. Him and he got a Not your son. (laughs) They're from London. Uh, (laughs) They're patterning themselves after Bruno Mars, and one day hopefully they'll make it. Because Bruno Mars has an incredible horn section, and obviously my son is trying out for the Bruno Mars horn section. Oh, anyway, no. that was a. I, Earl of Artingham, happened to be the other black family member that no one discusses. I am, mm. uh, <laughs> right, outside forebore child of oh. Harry's daddy. Oh,
7: because yeah, we just no, met one, you.
2: Knew, Charles? Mm-hmm. no one Charles.
3: No one knew
2: about Charles's outside affair with another black woman, those white men love, they black women. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Earl of Artingham, and I've been on the outskirts of the family, but now that Merkel and Harry are moving on, I expect to take full Uh position Uh and take my rightful part. They wanting financial Uh dependency. I want none of that. (laughs) I want to be totally financially dependent on the palace. They have everything. Have you been there? You? <laughs> One no, time. We haven't. Dude, they wow. have everything. Butler, servants, damn near slaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> Not really slaves. They're wonderful people. They're white, though. I love it being there because they're white slaves. I find it quite alarming. I just point at stuff. I don't quite even alarming. walk from time to time. <laughs> Yeah. Just to have a white person hand it to me with <laughs> white gloves. There's no chance royal. of a black getting into the palace. Even white people wear whiter gloves. <laughs> <laughs> i'm going down it's cold outside
7: you can't get a black leather pair gloves. <laughs> all right thank you earl of ottingham uh, steve harvey would say i was pimping the game <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only steve harvey at 49 minutes after right after this
5: you're listening to the steve harvey morning show
3: Ain't no place like a cowboy place Ain't no time like a cowboy time Ain't no way like the Cowboy Way Have a cowboy kind of day yeah.
4: When you're on that hungry crowd Boys contain that cowboy crowd
7: Ain't no way
3: like the Cowboy Way Have a cowboy kind of day yeah.
11: Like to have a big time? Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers Restaurants It's a quarter pound burger with Smithfield pulled pork Beer-battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a corn-dusted kaiser bun.
1: Ain't no way like the cowboy way, ain't no song like a cowboy song. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's, ain't no way you're going wrong. Hey, yeah.
11: Have yourself a big time. Try
13: the Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers Restaurants. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants.
1: At Simple Mobile, you get the no-contract advantage. Those other mobile companies make you think you're in control, but you're really not. They lure you in with shiny new phones and then lock you into long-term contracts. But Simple Mobile is different. You can get a 30-day plan starting at $25. You can also get the latest smartphones. Or if you have a compatible phone you love, you can bring it. Just text BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. It's the reliability you need when you need it, all on a powerful nationwide 5G network with no mystery fees, no activation fees, and no contract ever. All for less money and no contract ever. 5G capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speed not yet available. Message and data rates may apply. Visit simplemobile.com slash privacy policy for privacy policy. Service plan required for activation. Terms at simplemobile.com. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple.
7: All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. It's been a good day. A great good Tuesday. Day. Yeah. We've had fun today. Oh, we had so uh-huh. much fun. What a dying. What a day! Oh yeah. You've been on fire all morning. All morning.
3: <laughs> Just crazy. Yeah, I like Earl. Crazy Earl, with Earl of Norting North- <laughs> yeah,
2: I like Earl. Black Earl. <laughs> I like to call him black, black. black. Earl. Only black in the palace, but don't nobody know him yet. Because mm-hmm. Harry had an outside <laughs> affair. And they ain't never talked about it. But they know it's because 'cause I'd have mm-hmm. told him if you let if you don't let me in Yeah. I, See, I've never gone public because if you if you let me in the palace, I'll keep my damn mouth <laughs> shut. Don't let me in the palace, I'm going to the tabloids. So Earl of, they've let Earl of Altingham. They don't give him no power or nothing. When mm-hmm. he walk around, I get all mm-hmm. the amenities.
0: <laughs> but can <laughs> I say this, though, Steve? No. I was watching TV yesterday, and they were saying that that's one of the reasons why they want to talk to Harry and Meghan, why they had that meeting, because they don't want them to do interviews and talk mm-hmm. about and go public. Uh-huh. uh-huh, so it's kind of like what you're saying, yeah. uh-huh. you saying, Steve. Don't say that about the family Black girl, business. know what he talking
3: about? Yeah. yeah. Girl keep yeah. I still would Go, wouldn't go up there the counter to counter the running y'all mile. i tell y'all that now. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. He's never known anything else. Right. This is his inheritance, all of this. Mm-hmm. She done got over there, she unhappy, and she wants That's to start and have their own life. And he's convinced. she's convinced him, and he loves a woman, and he's trying to make her happy. You got
1: to I'm just keep around at this at one all.
2: right here. Yeah. I ain't leaving. No, hey, hey, hey. I'm yeah, the media I'm and everybody. Attacked, Me and Marjorie will have her. another meeting. Hey, hey, hey. You knew what this was. Yeah. Where's we going and get all this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we can build yeah, a crib they... behind the castle if you want to. I can have them seal off a wing. Well,
0: that's where they live. They do. They already live yeah. like that.
2: Yeah. They don't live wing. in the we move, castle. We ain't leaving this here. We ain't she got to work. We don't yeah. need no damn money.
0: All no, we got to do, do is go over and take care,
6: care, care
0: of they people. where they going I mean, you, you know they said that uh pe- people were telling her take your black baby and leave See, and see it a it's lot a, lot a lot of racial stuff they said <laughs> yeah. she was dealing
4: with. I'm still gonna leave. I'm gonna take my black baby. I'm not leaving though. They
0: don't And when you see him, you gonna say your Highness when you see him.
7: When you see him. tell you what? You can kiss my black how about that? I would still want to be a royal. I would <clears throat> They can
6: have that <laughs> you can have all that I won't be I want to be happy yeah I do too
7: all right well you know Earl of Outingham I, I love how he keeps it on point uh he really is on point with this one huh This black people yeah, <laughs> yeah. we tell you know it know the now. Truth.
2: Mm-hmm. it's universally the yeah. same situation hey can I can I share this with you all
7: yes of course Come on yeah
2: you know um before we get out of here uh I wanna share something with you. I've noticed a lot that goes on, especially because of social media and and everything, and just even before social media can happens. So many people predicate their happiness based on comparisons. You know, a lot of people are trying to find their happiness and measure their happiness against someone else's moves, makeup, layout, plan, and position. That's a dangerous thing, everybody, because we have all been set on very, very unique paths. No two paths are the same. There are similarities, but no two paths are the same. You will run into the same types of circumstance, but all the circumstances will be different for all of us. So when you start predicating your success and happiness on the comparison of somebody else, you're setting yourself up for major disappointment because there's a great chance, a 99.9% chance that that's not your route at all. As a matter of fact, I can assure you that it's 100% chance that it's not your route. No two people make the exact same journey. Oh, you can have the same goals, but the route getting there will differ. Each and every one of us will have a different route because we're in different positions and places and situations in life. So stop comparing yourself to other people. This, this success that you're looking for, that's not their success. And the reason you shouldn't compare yourself to theirs is because that's their success. It's not yours. Yours could be slightly different, just as rewarding, if you would only look within. But if you're looking for your happiness outside, you'll never be happy and content within. And that happens to so many people. Let their success be their success. Be happy for people. I know that's hard for some people because there's so many haters out here now. But that the haters don't outweigh the goodwill people. They just don't. It's just the haters are so much louder with their mess. But listen to me. Just, you can be happy for somebody. You know you don't have to support them. But you don't have to tear them down either. Just let them have whatever level of success they're going to have. If you spent all the time that you're taking comparison, looking over the fence at their success, and would just tend to your mission, Not to your business, tend to your mission. Get yourself a mission in 2020. Make 2020 the year that you have a mission. A mission is something you have to accomplish. This is the mission. And it may not get all completed in 2020, but start the process to tending to your mission. This is my mission this year. And lay claim to that. Don't worry about nobody else's success. Stop comparing yours to theirs and tend to your mission. You will have a much happier life. You'll get to enjoy who you really are if you just stop comparing yourself to who they are. Because I got news for you. The majority of the time, who they are, are not what it seems. Those are my closing remarks. Drop Drop it. it. Y'all have a great weekend, everybody.